episode 242 of the Saturn Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my hellish co-hosts, Peter and Jake. Ah! Uh, we're deep in 90s winter this week with the unplowed street corner edition of the cast. Why would you pave the sidewalk and not the corner? It ruins the whole point of the street. Thanks, municipal guys. Real how, much, how much snow did you get up no. there? Uh, about two feet. Okay, we only and, got but, about a third. Oh, shit. We got about a third here. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like, it... Two yeah. inches. Jake, if this was in Buffalo, I talked to guys. I have talked to some guys from Buffalo. And they're like, this would... 40 inches. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I got a coworker who whose wife told them not to come home because they're just like, they haven't plowed their streets yet. <laughs> Uh yeah. I was gonna say, if this was in Buffalo, they'd be fine. They'd be like, "It's fucking, it's Tuesday. What are you doing?" Uh, well, yeah, because we have our our plows literally just like live on the streets. Yeah. Buffalo is literally um, just a snowdrift that they. It's like how they built Louisiana a swamp. They built Buffalo inside a snowdrift. I will say, I asked my parents, and they didn't. They didn't get that much snow. What? So. I don't think it really hit yeah, that far it out west. It, must have, it was more easterly. Yeah. I think it came down from Lake Ontario over like the Oswego Syracuse area down south towards Binghamton and maybe moved east. Mm-hmm. Oh, it went New like England. it came up from it was it was out west first and then it kind of came up northeasternly and it hit it it went through Pennsylvania, it got northern New Jersey and like Middle and oh, east coast under? of uh, well, no, like it, it was wide enough where it hit like Binghamton area and, and shit, yeah. but I don't think it yeah. got that far out west, yeah. Okay. Um, but it made me regret that I brought a la- laptop home to be prepared because then I had to work from home. Ah, uh, <laughs> no more snow days. Well, they didn't close, well, we sometimes get snow days, but they didn't close the site despite you know. I live very close to the site, and we got a foot of fucking snow, um, and no one showed up to work. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't, because it took me three hours to get my car free, mm-hmm. and not because it took me that long to shovel the snow, but the way they plow the parking lot is they just like push it all to the back, so it builds this... like four foot high snow wall that you have to periodically shovel into the middle of the parking lot and hope the plow gets it without pushing it right back to where he shuffled it. <laughs> and the plows don't go around at well, regular uh, intervals. It's just whatever they fucking feel like it. Maryland's, Maryland's a special kind of stupid because um, they're, they're like just north enough to like about every year get a good amount of snow. Not a good amount of snow. Just like they, they, they get more snow. than a couple inches. Yeah. You're on the bay. They yeah. get snow. Yeah, they're not. They're not Florida. Um, so they're uh, they're just enough north. But they have the plows don't seem to want to do anything. They don't want to salt. <laughs> they don't want to plow. They they rely on their massive amounts of cars <laughs> to use their tires and plow the way. Uh, so as I was leaving work, it took me about forty minutes to get home, 
Uh, it's normally 10 minutes. Mm. And cars were sliding like sideways <laughs> as they were trying to get up hills uh, because love- they, 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 they wrap their tires in crab shells for traction and that does not work yeah, a couple of years ago we had like snowmageddon like it wasn't a ton of snow it was like seven or eight inches but like no one expected that much snow so like the roads weren't salted and the plows weren't ready and so it took me three and a half hours to get home from what is a normally 40 minute drive 28 miles took me three and a half hours to traverse and i had some instances where even in my subaru (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't progress up certain roads i went up a hill i shifted into low gear still couldn't get up the hill turned around went back down around i'll find another way memories of deadpool just flashing by our in our mind oh my god if we had the subaru when we went to see deadpool we wouldn't even have a story i know (laughs) the subaru handles so much better than the Santa Fe, which is like if there's any snow on the ground and you make a left-hand turn, no matter how slow, <laughs> fishtail. Fishtail. Oh, that was a that was truly an initial D moment. Um, yeah. oh my we only God. almost died three times. It's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple more times on my record, but that's my business for other times. Uh, those will come out in my memoirs. Hey Jake, where I are we from on, today? I meant on that specific trip. Oh, yeah. that's Jake. Where are we? We're from? from. We're from an awful, off, just awfully, awfully done, awfully CG'd hell. <laughs> uh, something that uh, would make would make uh, Doom sixty four blush. Yeah, it, it, that would, it uh, looked like a demo for like a. a, a Nineteen ninety eight computer, it like it looked like a quake level. <laughs> it looked like a fucking yeah. um, like night trap, like bad, like a bad like uh, live action VR Don't game. Ever insult night trap like that ever again? That's fine. <laughs> night trap's graphics were cutting edge compared to this. They act- they had actual sets. They didn't just yeah. stick me in front of a green screen and. St- and stick Michael Jai White. They did a hydro dip on Michael Jai White, and they wrapped him in CG and said, "We got a movie. Don't have him do anything." We are, of course, talking about Spawn, the 1997 live-action film, and a contender for the most 90s thing ever to exist. Uh, uh, a real yeah. Dude, even their even their like high tech was like so 90s. Ugh. They're 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 uh, they were faithful to their source material to a fault. <laughs> they really should have made some cut. They tried to cram like everything in there. So if you were a big Spawn comic fan, this movie was just wall to wall shit that was in there for you to go. I know what that is. <laughs> and still, they missed out on like interesting stuff, like the the uh, cop duo, which was an endearing character pairing. That would have give the movie some depth. Yeah, but no, you... we had Martin Sheen with a cigar. We had the elusive man, yeah. uh, <laughs> fucking is... uh, making deals with the devil. Uh, so yeah, this is a weird movie. Like it, uh, it, it put together a pretty decent cast of actors, and uh, did did nothing of note with them. Uh, <laughs> this is my actually my second time seeing this movie. I was always curious. 
to see it and it popped up on Netflix a couple of years ago. So I watched it and I'm like, wow, this is not good. And then Peter picked it. And I'm like, oh no, not again. <laughs> and, I, I mean, I remember watching this. Like, ah! <laughs> and I, and that's what it's like watching I this think movie. I, understood I remember watching less this movie than I did times. the first time I watched it. I, I left more confused I this, than this I had always arrived. aired on FX. <laughs> yeah. This always aired on FX, and I I remember watching it. I, I think it's one of those movies that I never remember finishing, though. So the end of this movie was always a pleasant surprise. <laughs> this movie, the end of this I movie was like, wasn't oh. pleasant anything. It just kind of... I didn't remember this dog shit at the end of my Spawn just movie. just kind of peters <laughs> out and <laughs> says nothing. Oh. Yeah, I always I always like the look of, of Spawn, one of Todd McFarlane's better better illustrations of course he just put a cape on venom it wasn't that big a deal but (laughs) (laughs) yep uh if venom had blades and chains coming out of his which final yeah spawn spawn is venom uh when todd mcfarlane can work on his own without any editorial oversight on his character designs Mm -hmm. ah but i'd like to see michael jai white as as a venom Doing karate kicks. Like Eddie Brock. Having a gap tooth. <laughs> they call it the Michael Strahan. Uh, All right, trailers, trailers, uh, trailers. trailer roundup segment. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're not talking about the movie for the entire time. No, worry not. We'll, we'll have plenty more <laughs> to say right. uh, at the appropriate times, but uh, that's not quite here yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what is here is it's, it's, uh, it's a cool glass of Palmer. Sans Arnold as Justin Timberlake stars in a weird Heartwarming. goodwill hunting uh, <laughs> yeah. inspired uh, movie about an ex-con who raises a, uh, a transvestite boy. And yeah, like a little yeah. trans- who knows what he is? He could be whatever he wants. If you watch girl shows, he might be a tranny. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it's an Apple, Apple TV exclusive. Um, oh, it's Apple TV. And oh. so, but but fortunately, uh, they did release a uh, director's cut. Runs about two minutes and thirty two seconds, and uh, you know it's, it's pretty pretty good. Some slick editing. I felt that uh, it was heartwarming in spots, and <laughs> it's really amazing how how well how good trailers have gotten at synops synopticing synopsizing entire movies like we complain about it a lot but you really have to appreciate like the talent that it takes to take a whole movie and, and just give you the fucking minutes, points yeah. yeah um yeah i i don't know i'm sure it'll be fine justin timberlake is fine and yeah, like uh, it treats it with it treats the subject matter with the appropriate respect, I think. Yeah, um, it's I'm sure it'll be a hit with its target audience, but I am not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also you, don't have that. You Apple seem TV, very so. disappointed <laughs> in me saying that, Peter. You're like, you had like a scowl on your face, you're like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I, uh, you know, if I'm not in the best of mood, it's because it's uh, Verizon Fios cucked me this morning. They took my wife, they, right in front of me, they, they said, I, right, no internet. <laughs> so, I will blind you. <laughs> Why'd you take my wife? I don't know. I'll it just seemed the appropriate thing to do at the time. Uh, uh, 80 bucks a month isn't enough. They have to take my wife, too. Before I'm married. So, uh, they know that obviously, but but for everybody at home, if I if I sound pissy over fuck fuck Palmer, I don't care about them. <laughs> Man, of all the it's days to not have the Verizon at the beat today. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, let's just let's just talk about the next one. Let's just go yeah. and talk about <laughs> Volcanic Park, or as it's otherwise I, known, boy, Sky Fire. I refuse to concede that this is a real movie. Um, this is a uh, anti-smoking ad the that sky. had the anti-smoking part cut off of it. <laughs> it's uh, like there was an old anti-smoking ad where they did a fake commercial for an extreme soda called Splode that had twice the carbonation of regular sodas, and it. It's that level of fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jason Isaacs, uh, who was no doubt cast for this movie because of his comfortability in CGI hellscapes, uh, is set against a bunch of um, set against a bunch of green screens and actors for the Chinese movie market on an island that's conceded is that it's on an active volcano, which is just the Hawaiian island chain. <laughs> it's just anywhere in the Pacific Rim. Um, but don't they don't they joke about how like how awesome it is to be like on a ticking time bomb, and then and then they're like, oh no, like, oh no, it, I it, time bomb it, it exploded. exploded. Who would have thought? <laughs> now I thought that the like the conceit was like, oh, this is a resort where we can trigger a volcanic explosion at any time and then reset it, and it was like, oh. You wanna, it's like the the restaurant at the end of the universe, except instead of the entire universe ending, it's just like a little... It's like a Earth zip going... <laughs> um, which would have been a cooler idea, and would have been more Jurassic Park. Um, but no, it's just, it's, it's just Volcano on a future island, tropical island. And of course they have um, Mystic Scientist Man who just... Who stands in the distance and goes... Nature does not, it's not good or evil. It just destroys and he, then rebuilds. And it's, it's the same dude as the, as the, um, I think Ken Watanabe? No, that's not, that's not right. Yes, that's exactly what I was Godzilla. thinking. The Godzilla Let, guy who's like, let them exactly. fight. It's just, it's just that character. <laughs> it's that guy. That guy, he's just like, he's in every, he's in every uh, disaster movie like this. He's like, no, try, don't stop them. <laughs> My grandfather. My told grandfather me was a volcano. To let them fight. My grandfather was this an is, ancient samurai volcano. This is the. Uh, uh, it's definitely not going to be the best volcano-themed disaster movie. There was this one with Tommy Lee Jones, where a uh, volcano erupts in like L.A. or something, and poor Tommy Lee Jones has to pretend to be so clueless as to not know what the fuck lava is so scientist lady can explain it to him 
All right, you guys, y'all want me to make you the schlock uh, disaster movie that um, Roland Emmerich hasn't gotten around to yet? Because he made so he made Day After Tomorrow, right? Yeah. And he made um, uh, what else? What other like big uh, disaster movie that wasn't twenty twelve? Twenty twelve. Okay. All right, here you go. So here's your here's your next disaster popcorn disaster movie. All right, it's real fucking simple. The movie is just called Volcano, by the way. It's a 1997 uh, film as well. So, potential. so straight into the point. Yeah. Oh, we could. Um, <laughs> all right, here's your fucking uh, one sentence synopsis. Every volcano in the world goes off simultaneously. Done it. That's your movie. That's your premise. And then you do you put in your Roland Emmerich filler, and you just let it go. So years ago, there was a ride at Universal Studios Orlando called Earthquake. It was based on the movie of the same name. Years later, they gave it a glow up and turned it into Disaster, starring fictional director Frank Kincaid, played by Christopher Walken, who has made a millions and millions of disaster movies and his new one is called mother nature and it's a and they put together like a fake trailer and everything they got the rock to be in the trailer (laughs) and it's just for the trailer and it's uh it's basically the same ride you just get in the the subway car and it shakes and and they give you direction that's the difference between it and earthquake um Mm -hmm. But it has like the Tupac hologram technology, where the stage actors interacting mm-hmm. with the uh, the hologram. Uh, but then they closed it. I don't think it's around anymore. I think it's a it's going to be a Transformers ride or something stupid like that. Nice. Not nah, Transformers are dope. I'll take that over the rock. Or or maybe CG. maybe it was the I know in Hollywood that's what it is. I was at Universal Studios Hollywood for the last weekend of the backdraft ride. Before mm. it got turned into uh, Transformers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, there's your Hollywood volcano thingy-majig. Um, I I feel like we haven't watched a lot of these type of movies. Like we didn't see what's that? So it's like Skyline. What's the one where Rocket? He's like he has the he has the prosthetic arm oh. and he's on the he's in the giant San fucking tower. San Andreas. Oh 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 wait no oh yeah I actually no. watched that movie. No the other one. Oh, you I actually did. watched that movie. Yeah. <laughs> How was um, it? It was skyscraper was the name. It was oh yeah, just okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't really a disaster movie though. It was. It was like a, a, a fuck <sighs> action like a, thriller. Like it wanted to be Die Hard. Like a bomb in the building. Mm. Yeah, yes. sort of. Die Hard, but with The Rock and Dubai. It was because it, it was in, in that China. Big, like, that it was the giant. It was like the Chinese had built some Chinese billionaire had built oh. the uh, the the world's okay. best tower and 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 uh, American terrorists or something. I don't know. Some not Chinese terrorists wanted to no, take no. it can't, over. Can't use American terrorists. And uh, so it was all basically just a movie because China likes The Rock. And they like to be told how great they are. So it was a movie made to appeal to those two aspects of Chinese culture. I wonder why they like The Rock. Because they like any big 
charismatic American. American. It's just because he's yeah. like giant. He's like they they look at him like he's a like a yeah. Norse I mean, they god. are they are a lot smaller. Like if I if any of us really, particularly me, because I have red hair, were to go to an Asian country, Be towering over them, uh, we our movements would be tracked like a hurricane along the coast. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, there, we would there'd step be on nonstop them, right? media be... attention. <laughs> And my so, my friend Taylor, who was also probably a big hit over there because he's black, uh, was like, people just took oh, pictures of me. Black. Not with me, just of me. <laughs> when when you're a tourist and you become the tourist yeah. attraction. Or or the uh whatever, the uh the home 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 homer attraction, I guess. Homer. I tried to combined like homebody and tourist and that's what i came up with <laughs> that's a that's a wild corbetto yeah. there kid it's a wild grab um i need to talk quickly about chaos walking because i didn't see i just saw that trailer and the only thing i have to say about it it's the one with tom holland daisy ridley that apparently y'all have already seen um oh yeah all i have to say is this was the plot this was literally a one-off joke in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that they turned into a whole-ass movie. They made a joke about there's a thing where the whole planet got telepathy and everyone could hear everyone else's thoughts, so they all started talking incessantly so no one had to hear each other speak. So they all talk all the time about nothing forever. And that's oh. the joke. Okay, so I, uh, I did some digging on the disaster ride at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. They did close it uh, September 7th, 2015. And uh, they replaced it with a Fast and Furious uh, thing. Did they keep also, the, rock with the Rock The Rock. The Rock hologram is there, they kept, yes. They kept The Rock. And there's holograms of Vin <laughs> Diesel and other people who I assume were sure in the movie. Are you sure it's not just Vin Diesel? He just comes on to set every morning like, I don't have a job. I don't, I don't need to film for another week. My D and D campaign's on break. <laughs> CDM. Could you imagine Vin Diesel? Vin DMs. I mean, he Vin, plays. Vin Diesel. He wasn't the DM. No, he was. Uh, uh, Matt Mercer was the DM for the the thing that the one that he played. He did a promotional thing. I believe for... he's been playing for a long time, though. Like oh, it's yeah, a, a it's fan. a real hobby of Has his. He? Okay. So I'm sure he's DM. Because he did a promotional twice. thing. Yeah, he did a promotional thing with a Critical Role a while ago that's on YouTube. Did um, they call it? With Matt Mercer. Uh, did they call huh? it D&D Diesel? No, Ooh, I, I don't think so. I think they it was they probably called it something about like the cuz it was I think it was something about like the race to which mountain or something like that and that was oh, I, he was I a heard winner, that the rock that. for for that then. <laughs> <laughs> or was was that the movie that he was in? The, the, the witch, or was it just the called Rock Witch Hunter? Witch, the, uh, I feel like, yeah, Race yeah. to Witch Mountain. So he was in Witch Hunter, uh, and they made a quick yeah, the last Witch Hunter starring Vin Diesel, the last Mouse Hunter, uh, and they made a D and D class called the Witch Hunter, uh, and they, they they had Vin Diesel play that. Uh, yes, it was, heard, uh, I think I've heard of the Witch Hunter. Pretty cool. Isn't something that's like there's like a poison like blood curse or some shit that's like a mechanic that they have? I don't know. 
sh I fuck if I know, dude. He's got a shotgun. They're talking about witches. I, uh, Bloodborne. I don't know. <laughs> Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne. It has an eighteen percent on the old Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> we should watch it. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I hate that this show has forced me to watch so many bad movies. Like. And people like I mean, obviously, bad movies are are a big lifeblood of the show, and I do enjoy watching them in in a in a sense with like friends. But like, it's not something I want to sit down and do on a Friday night. No, it's not like ooh, new Neil Breen movie. Let's go dig into that. I'm not gonna sit in my apartment alone on a Friday evening and watch fucking past. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch good movies. That's why I get so angry at bad movies that we have to watch, like that are new and in theaters. And you you expect people to pay money. That's why I got so pissed at Moral Engines. Yeah. You expected me to pay money for the shit. No. Oh no, Harry. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, once the pandemic ends, we have to go see. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of good trailers. No Man's Land. Oh yeah. Where's Liam Neeson? Uh, He's not Liam here. Liam Neeson was busy. <laughs> that's that's it, all you need to know about this it, movie. He shot a Mexican, and then they got mad at him. That rhymed. Oh, you just no. made you just made a country song, Jake. I'm sorry to say. I shot a Mexican, and then they got mad at me. <laughs> no, mad at him because it rhymed. What you threw out the whole <laughs> no. thing? It's all gone now. God damn it, Jake. Peter, please recycle your cans. I want throwing <laughs> cans to be Peter's thing. It is thing. his thing. He does it all the time. We've, I can only imagine the state of his like desk. A... I just imagine just don't. littered with cans. Don't. I mean, mine's not much better, but... Oh, believe me. It's better. I've seen your desk. Um. I can't see my desk. Mine has magic cards everywhere. Savage... Is a movie about gangs in New Zealand. Uh, that's all I have on mm. that. It's it's sons of it's sons <laughs> of really anarchy. Doesn't have much about only it. it's in New Zealand, so it's lads of anarchy. Lads of lads of anarchy. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. That's just about it. They have some Aboriginal blood in them, maybe that makes them pretty hyped up, maybe. ready to get some marmalite have... and uh, marmalite to face. Is that what they? Is that what it's called? What is Marmite. It? Marmalade? No. no what what that's, is the that's fucking a black tar dish. that they eat? Huh? Yeah, marmite. And Marm is it marmite? Yes. Yeah. There's no L in there. Yeah. Throw the L out. Marmite. No, Vegemite. That's what I'm oh, thinking right. of. Vegemite paste. Now, what? Why the fuck did I think well, of marmite? Vegemite isn't like a. Maybe black I was tar, mixing though. Vegemite it's, and marmalade. It's a dark green tar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Dark green tar. That's and that is a villain in an '80s movie. Is dark green tar. <laughs> dark green <laughs> tar. <laughs> it's just a dinosaur. <laughs> my name is my name is dark green tar. He's got the 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 super. It was <laughs> a rejected. Obvious villain Rejected voice. Name for a fucking Power Rangers Bowser villain. in uh, Mario Bros. movie. 
No, Power Rangers. Dark Green Tart, the Vegemite. The Vegemite. That's a Power Rangers villain. Vegemite would be a Power Rangers villain. Absolutely. Um, I guess it's follow up time because there weren't a whole lot of trailers this week because movie Toy Toy is over and everyone's given up. (laughs) We've we've lost all hope. Uh, no one's making movies anymore. They're all done. This is the last one. They're they're look they're store they're looking around the storage rooms, and they they pulled out these movies. They, they were never meant to see the light of day. <laughs> I it is important to, to I I'll bring this up quickly that I it is interesting to kind of think about with the rise of streaming of both movies and TV, um, that you are starting to see more blurring than before between the, the boundaries of, of a film and TV because, you know, you can watch it, you can binge a series and you can break up a film into a bunch of parts. I mean, that's always been true, but it's been easier than ever. Um, so the co- the co- if you want me to be the clickbait headline, you can just put the concept of film is dying. <laughs> film as a concept will cease to exist in 2021. The conflux has happened. this month. Um, <laughs> the conceptual breakdown of movies and TV series. The Dadaists so, were right. <laughs> All right. Follow so uh, the domestic box office recap for the 50th weekend of 2020. Just two more to go, guys. We're almost there. Just hold on for one more day. <laughs> uh, Crude's new age going up against. Zero competition uh, remained in the number one spot with $3 million, down 31% from last week. There are still 2,000 theaters open in America. Uh, That's shocking to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most surprising part of this whole rundown. Half Brothers in second, down 29.3% to a... A uh, very meager $495,000, despite being in 17 more theaters. Uh, Elf's 2020 re-release is hot on its heels in its fifth week. Yeah. The fifth week of the 2020 Elf re-release, hot on the heels of the second <laughs> week of a brand new movie. Hi. They added 300 new theaters in there. Jeez. Yeah. Come on, people. Stay home. 850 feet. So, yeah, Elf is fucking trounced half, brothers. John Favreau on a roll this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Freaky. Yeah, what else we got? Freaky is in fourth now. Mm-hmm. And uh, my rabbit's digging at the carpet. I'd like him to stop. Uh <laughs> Freaky's in fourth now, $314,000. War of Grandpa in fifth, and it's 10th week. Still hanging out in the top five. Uh, but it's on life support, as you would expect. $259,000 in just over 1,000 theaters. The Polar Express in its 2020 re-release second week, $245,000. National Rampoon's Christmas Vacation, two thirty-nine. dollars All my life. It goes from fourth to eighth. Forty-three percent drop. Two hundred nine thousand dollars for the weekend, and and ninth, the first week of Wonder Woman. Just just Wonder Woman, not not the new one. Uh, oh, one hundred eighty-nine 
thousand dollars that's gonna be on it we're gonna have so much shit to catch up on after 90s winter oh yeah we we never watched fat man wonder woman 1984 is gonna drop on christmas soul yeah oh god soul soul yeah it's gonna are they gonna charge extra money for soul on top of uh your Uh, disney plus i don't believe that was announced I think I think Mulan was like the trial run for that, and I don't think it went over well. <laughs> it's like in yeah. Fallout, everyone just liked that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, literally. I I don't think nobody liked the fact that that you had to pay thirty bucks for a movie that was not very good. On top of your uh, uh, subscription and, thing, thirty bucks. That's yes. On top, on top, so much money. <laughs> that's. That's that a second is a lot more than anything else. I would love to see the data on some of those because, like, we know that Trolls World Tour sold at twenty dollars, and that did amazing for them. Twenty dollars has been uh, the going not rate for Disney, pretty but, much for most of them. Yeah, and then Disney's just like, oh, premium. 30. So I can, just, I can just rent it for thirty. No, you gotta be subscribed to Disney Plus, you idiot. <laughs> For this movie that was like made for Chinese audiences, yeah, and I'm not even sure they liked it that much. I haven't, I haven't. No, heard I don't think it, I don't think they it. did. Um, and rounding up the top ten, come play. In tenth, obviously, hundred seventy-six thousand uh, dollars. Make sure, week. make sure How, the emphasis is right on that one because come play is different than come play. That's I, a more interesting. Who movie. greenlit that name? <laughs> that the come play is like Pornhub. That <laughs> no Pornhub videos gone. that got removed got, from Pornhub. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Porn. Can we talk about that? We're gonna have to no, talk about they, that. Yeah. yeah. Have, you I had Twitter my, verified. Now get ready for Pornhub verified. I uh, I checked after I heard the news. I checked my uh, my favorites tab and. Oh boy, it's looking pretty barren in there now. <laughs> Tick, oh Excellent. my god, that, that's so funny because there was a TikTok where somebody was like saying, he's like, I spent so long comprising a library of links to oh, like no. my favorite Me videos. Too. And like, he's like, 95% of it, gone. Yeah, he's like all that all that hard work was just gone. Heavy hitters because it's I've every single video so is like you ever video watch, not found. You ever watch like porn just to evaluate its quality and not masturbate to it? That's what I did on a couple sure. of occasions to sure. curate a master <laughs> list of heavy hitter, hitters, and now they're just all gone. My life's work ruined. <laughs> Previewed for your future. Yeah, I'd like that probably in a couple of days. I'll favorite that next time. Uh, we, yeah, that, that'll it's scratch the it. It's the Comterian collection. <laughs> it each come. They all come in their own little sleeve. Recognized by the Library of Congress. It's a real. It's culturally significant. It's a real compilation. <laughs> that was one of the videos. Yeah. That was, but yeah, no, I think they went from like 11 million videos to like 2.5 million yeah, videos like 80%. overnight. And it's weird because like the, they cited like rampant child abuse as why they took down the videos. Yeah, there was like child abuse and revenge. So it was like, okay, yeah, so maybe bad, there's a lot like, of that on the site that I'm just not aware of because I don't get off to revenge porn or child abuse. But then, like, all the other stuff 
was well, gone too. That's the only I think way they could a... legally do it. Like the only way they could satisfy. Yeah, that. like the same the thing with B Twitter. movie. Like or the, the same four copies Tumblr. of. Yeah. yeah. How am I going to watch the B movie? Like the now? B movie was on there. <laughs> How am I going to watch the Brazilian uh, Germany game? That that <laughs> the Brazilian. Where they beat them like seven to three. How am I gonna watch that illegally? Come on. Oh. Uh, yeah. So pull yeah. enough for a Pornhub. Um, yeah, the that's the last bingo card of 2020. Just I like, gotta put that in. No one expected the porn porn destruction. Destru- you know. Porn. The day the eviscerated. The day the, <laughs> the, the, day the yeah the day the porn stood still. Here's the headline: <laughs> Porn industry goes flaccid. Porn oh my God. supply of porn dries up. Somebody get this man a newspaper. <laughs> Gets his newspaper and a, pl- and a set of plastic sheets to own and operates his newspaper. I just got into the newspaper business, guys. I'm so excited. I think it's gonna be <laughs> could have a long, <laughs> prosperous future. I wish I wish we had a Saturn stud. This is in no um, way a dying uh, medium. Oh, TV yeah, series, dude, like, because so then we could have the, P- the Peter episode where Peter Peter owns yes. a, <laughs> a someone some big internet company with money needs to like throw the money at us and like <laughs> rent us a studio where we can all work for like six months every year <laughs> to produce yeah. videos for you a little like, compound we would make very good so like Polygon I know Polygon has a YouTube channel. Any of Polygon's competitors, Rock Paper Shotgun, any of you guys want to get into the business? Let us know. We work for reasonable rates. Hit us up. This is supplementary. So yeah, the keen eye to money you. Uh, before we got distracted by Peter's uh, desire to get into a dying, dying medium, uh, we'll notice there was no spotlight film. That's because uh, as more keen-eyed listeners. Uh, I don't know what your eyes have to do about with this, but uh, they need to be keen. <laughs> I'm really watching that that progress bar on my podcast app. Um, there's no spotlight film, is what I'm trying to say, and the reason there's no spotlight film is because there's no um, movies, <laughs> no movies that we haven't like reviewed ourselves or like already looked at the. Uh, the reviews for an IMDb. So, uh, to improvise, we all are caught up and finished uh, with season two of The Mandalorian. So, bonus review time, because if we don't work some of these in here, we're never going to get out from the hole we dug for ourselves with the 90s month. So, <laughs> we got to talk about The Mandalorian season two. Um, it's... It was it was good. I don't. I think I liked the first season better. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I I would be so down for a Darth Grogu uh, miniseries because I was never. I laughed my ass off when he force choked. <laughs> yeah, this um the season was definitely the result. It felt to me like the result of like. Dave Filoni was, he made his season, he's happy, and then the execs came to him and was like, so what's the arc for next season? He's like, I gotta write an arc? I just want more episodes. 
Hey, yeah. just write more adventure episodes. Ah, there he is. He's he's alive. Um, and they're like, no, you gotta like do a character. This has to be Star Wars in here somewhere. It's not just Bounty Man in space. We gotta plug the thirty other shows that I got on this wall back here. And yeah, uh, it, it definitely felt like it was uh, trying to like build uh, a launching pad for a lot of these different shows. Uh, and I f- and sure. it feels yeah. like the thing that I liked most about The Mandalorian, like the first couple episodes felt like season one episodes where it's just, it's The Mandalorian, he's got shit he's got to do, he goes on adventures in the Star Wars universe, and there are things that Star Wars fans will recognize about the universe, but it's it's a small, the, the scope of the score is small. Mm-hmm. But then they they widen the scope a little bit, and I I think they should have kept it small because like mm-hmm. that's how you run into issues where people think like there's a limited amount of things you can do with Star Wars because you always lean on a lot of the same sort of like grandiose. We gotta save the galaxy storylines. You can you can back. pull it in. You can narrow the focus. The Star Wars universe is so vast and deep, and there's so much shit in it. That you could do a million shows, which you're attempting to do, <laughs> without having to like expand yeah. it too much and get too grandiose with the ambitions of the series. And I think they lost sight of that towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think there were there were multiple. I'd, I'd say maybe half of the episodes were served a purpose uh, other than expanding the plot of the Mandalorian show right. like the Ahsoka episode that was that was definitely it, it <laughs> served a purpose more to kickstart the Ahsoka series than it did to actually drive the plot narrative I mean they brought up Thrawn yeah that I popped uh, for that they, I'm they like oh they're gonna, at, like, they're gonna Ezra. Thrawn um so and, and and that is probably going to be left for the Ahsoka series so like now we have this mention of Thrawn in a Mandalorian series, it, and it's it never like, went anywhere. Why? Yeah, why? yeah. Like, um, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, so, it's, it's so Moff Gideon's reporting to Fron. That that's an interesting plot twist, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they could, now if they could tie the Ahsoka series back into Mandalorian and have them kind of intertwine a little bit and be like, okay, well, there's Moff Gideon's side, but then there's also Thrawn's side, and we see them kind of clash at a certain point. Uh, in terms of like control for the empire or the uh, uh, the galaxy, then I think that would be kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, as when when you bring up scope, so the only problem I see keeping it small is that you will eventually be repetitive, and I think that's just because Mandalorian is kind of like a one note type of character where you do only see him for a while it was like let's go do a mission come back get the reward go do another mission help out somebody else meet a new person repeat rinse and repeat so we're gonna need to expand to a more kind of compelling story which i hope is what the siege of mandalore is gonna be like or not siege the like the like reclaiming mandalore is gonna be like I think he's gonna start helping out the other Mandalorians and uh, try to get back that their their home. That world. seems I mean, like the obvious like that next could step. Could be his yeah. ultimate end goal. Yeah, um, but even even yeah. with a story like that though, is it's it's an objective 
of a small group of people. It's not, we need to save the galaxy, guys. And to be fair, this wasn't quite that. It wasn't um, quite that, but when you... It was more so... So, like, yeah, the the plot of The Mandalorian itself didn't get too, too big. But when you bring in all these other, like, tributaries from these other larger stories you're going to tell, specifically when Luke Skywalker shows up at the end. Yeah. Um, it, it spoiler just, warning. We already spoiled a lot of shit. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. do, well... Spoiler warning for for Mandalorian, uh, you know, finale episode. So if you yeah. haven't watched um, it, yeah, that that in particular was a big one. Uh, before we even talk about that, I want to more to Kurt's point. The big, if you want to kind of like a symptom to like kind of gauge where how how we're thinking about this kind of world creep. Think about the ending squad at the end of season one. Who was in that? That was the IGA, our drop trooper, and um, I have spoken, Mister Miss. Uh, oh yeah, the, oh, the mechanic yeah. Uh, boy, Carl Weathers. Uh, and Carl Weathers. Um, yeah, I don't. So you that. had those guys, and they were all Mandalorian characters that were in the Mandalorian, and then the ending cast of season two is people from what rebels and then um boba fett boba fett you had one character from boba fett wasn't even like it was fennec shan who was like specifically on the ship with them um yeah but like he was boba fett dip group which is kind of weird because at at some point fennec shan had to get back with boba fett i'm not 100 percent sure i think they they wanted to leave boba fett out of there so when they did the big reveal with Luke, they were like, "Oh, there's no yeah, bad yeah. blood." Obviously, because <laughs> if Boba Fett not Luke, it's like I was I was kind of happy that go they down brought back the guy who uh, played Jango Fett to play Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Uh, the voice is very nostalgic yes. to me. I mean, for decades of playing Star Wars Battlefront, <laughs> it and I. It not only fits like canonically, but it like fits the actual like character design as well. Like Boba Fett should at that point yeah, look, look like Jango well, Fett like an older did, Jango Fett, and the other yeah. clones. Because because he is the thing with Boba is he mm-hmm. ages normally uh, as compared to the rapid aging of the clones, um, and he is because uh, he's a strand cast from Jango, but he was aging normally so he could be like. Jango's yeah. child, uh, but he's actually I, just. A I clone. do like how they. I, I do like the little bit they added to his character, where he's just like, "Fuck all you, fuck all this Mandalore shit." I'm just, I, I want money. <laughs> I'm here for the money, and cause you, cause the Jedi has killed my dad. Well, Boba Fett's probably like the least. Yeah, he's not technically a Mandalorian, right? Um. So, all right. So this. Uh, Mandalorian kind of cleared this up for us. So they considered him a foundling. They considered Jango, uh, they considered a, Jango Fett a foundling. Jango foundling. Which I think would make... Because he got his armor through... Oh, shit. Uh, through the death of his dad. They named him in the... in the Something Cresto... Cre, cre, crest whitening Cresto, strips? I don't know. It's some... some Crest whitening strips. I want to say Mephisto, but that, that's not it. Anyways, 
it, he got his armor from another like Mandalorian, uh, Jango Fett, as he became a foundling. Um, and then it can be, you know, alluded to that, okay, whatever offspring that a foundling has uh, can be in, inducted into the Mandalorian creed. Because as you know, Mandalorian is not a race. It is a, it is a, like a creed almost. Uh, it does have a planet, but it, they, they take in all sorts of people. Like Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, is not a Mandalorian by like family. He was, his family was killed and he was a foundling as a child and in kind of inducted into this Mandalorian um, uh, people. And as we know, uh, so, real Mandalorians from our time in KOTOR, real Mandalore is just indestructible, of co- uh, just as natural feet, you know? You don't need Beskar armor when you're the Candyman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a... Uh, it, it was kind of interesting to see them kind of like retcon that. Because they had said before that Jango Fett... Because Jango Fett's name came up in the Clone Wars. And they said he wasn't a Mandalorian. So I think it's because there's this difference in ideologies <laughs> where true, quote-unquote, true Mandalorians don't take bounties they I don't work it, for other people it, they do stuff for themselves I think the real reason is because uh there's no continuity uh policing and uh whatever direction the wind blows george lucas has a different had a different idea back when he was still running the show about what what he always envisioned so he just woke up one day and said yeah, they're not Mandalorians anymore. And then for the purposes of this show, they wanted them to be Mandalorians again. And they're like, oh, wait, he's not here anymore. We can we can do that. So <laughs> they, they did it. Well, I no, well, George Lucas, I think, did have, have some input into it. Um, I, I He didn't have Final Call. But, uh, yeah, from what I understand, Lucas didn't want Jango and Boba to be true Mandalorians, uh, which I... I thought would have fit better. I would have personally. I don't have a horse in the race. I think it was stupid. To I make think it would have made a lot more sense, especially because like every uh. every um uh, like aesthetic of the Mandalorian is influenced by Boba Fett's character design. I know, but it's like I I think it might have been like a writing themselves into a corner when they kind of made the Mandalorians believe a certain thing and then Boba Fett just goes against everything that they believe in terms of well, like not I mean, taking he bounties cannot and, be I mean the he cannot that, be part of the culture because he's a clone whose father died when he was like what eight maybe <laughs> yeah I mean I I, I don't know I, mean, I don't know a whole lot about Boba's upbringing <laughs> Like, he can genetically be a Mandalorian, inherit the armor from his father, but not really, like, feel compelled to honor any sort of creed. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's that's probably the thing that people are concerned with. I think that's in the story. That's what people are concerned with. He he never was grown up in the ideologies of the Mandalorians, um, but he dons the armor and, and... and takes this like persona of a Mandalorian, which is right. not true. So he is he is in a sense kind of like a, a fake Mandalorian. So what Mandalorian. you're saying is he in his blood, he doesn't have enough Mandalorians. 
Mandalorians. Yes, that is that is season three spoilers for the Manda Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian Chlorine edition. Hydroxychloric. Uh, it's M count, Peter. They, it's M count. I know they tried to screw it. They're like, we got They're it. They're like, oh, let's not say it. George is in the corner. He's like, you so, gotta talk about the Mandalorians, guys. And they're like, oh, well, he, maybe if we just call it M. So count. that's another thing that. <laughs> that's another thing I wanted to bring up is that the, a lot of the season was also kind of filling in plot holes for uh, the new trilogy. Yeah. In terms of like the 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 the, the fucking Snoke clones that they created and and trying to get force sensitive blood for them, uh, so that was kind of interesting. Well, that's an excellent point you made, Jake, and I'm sure I'll agree with everything you said when I hear it for the first time. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I got a lot out there. I got a lot off my chest. Uh, uh, I talked uh, a lot about my feelings and. Uh, I, I really hope you guys listen to it in its entirety because it, it's just I'm I'm kind of in tears over the ma- ma- majestic way I, I said those words from my mouth from my it's mouth. It's not, and it's not like uh, the editor would would cut our footage just to pause on your reaction, uh, your your quiet contemplation, while we obviously rebutted your your points. Nothing like that. Yeah, no. We wouldn't leave that no, much dead air right in the middle of our podcast. There's no way I would ever go back to... As a joke. Uh, as a joke and edit that portion of the conversation and, and turn it into an argument between you and myself in quasi-real time. <laughs> <laughs> so, little internet issues here, that's folks, true. but we are back because on it. <laughs> I don't Oh, As we're so good here. Yeah, Kurt slowly um, passes away we gotta from talk... inhaling spittle. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about Vidya, but I need to say we we talk quick about Luke. We got quick talk about Bobby. Yeah, and then we'll go. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we, get, Luke, we can burn. He had a CGI fucking face. Yeah. Oh, Luke had a yeah. CGI face when he killed the Terminators. He had the big Terminators. Who had the, they had the blaster, but like no punch. Yeah, um, the CG quality in that final episode varied wildly. Like, when it was just Din and the one Dark Trooper, the CG looked really fucking good. I don't know if they had, like, a practical effect, but it looked damn good. But then, when they blow them all at the airlock, it looks like Spawn. (laughs) (laughs) So, I can see the Mandalorian falling through the hole. I had such an issue with the airlock too. I was like, "Why the fuck is there an a random airlock on this like, this 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 like this bay of droids that you have you put all this time and effort into just just for this, Bank just for pigs. this? Why doesn't why didn't Moff Gideon pull a fucking FTL when he realized all his guys were dead? Purge the yeah, airlocks, Moff, let the robots out. <laughs> fucking Moff Gideon, the guy who. Because I, he doesn't look particularly menacing. Uh, he looks like a folksy old black man. Uh, they, like, overcompensate with his character to make him He, he did a lot better in And Brick so he, he knows everything, apparently, but not enough to know that potentially having an airlock there could be used by invaders to 
suck all the dark troopers out in space. Although he did what he, the things he did know was that when he saw a solitary X-wing fly into your fucking ship, you're like, this is either a ranger or it's the hero of the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm either fucked or nothing is going to change. <laughs> this is either a patrol that will instantly be murdered or like the last. The legend. Jedi. Yeah, the legend who killed my mentor. <laughs> the last okay. The only hope for them. The guy, the guy who destroyed the Death Star and then orchestrated the plan to destroy the other Death Star. And killed and the, killed. the legendary knight, Darth Vader. Or some... F- and killed... Just killed the Emperor. Or, or a director cameo. <laughs> well, Vader killed the Emperor. Let's be... Or or did he fucking <laughs> rise a Skywalker? I don't know him. what he to just, believe he anymore. Came back. Uh, or, or is it a director cameo? <laughs> Because they always keep the, the it's always the X wings. That's what has me confused about the the new X wing show. Is it just going to be all director cameos? Everyone who's ever directed a Star Wars project they're actually going to be X is an X wing pilot in the show. Because that's what they're like ninety percent of the time. They're all like cameos of of people. Fucking Kennedy Tartar Sauce is going to jump out of his X wing. I'm fine with that. Um so yeah, uh, Luke's CG was 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 really noticeable when he could talk. Uh, we know that's an issue just with, with... That's why he didn't. That's why he didn't talk too much. He yeah. kind of left it up. But when he did talk, it sucked. Uh, it was rough. It was very uncanny valley. And um, uh, yeah. Well, we've, we've seen them use this technology before when they brought Grand Moff Tarkin back yeah. from the dead for Rogue One. Mm. Uh, they had a living and, model uh, to work with in this case, but I, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know that Mark Hamill is the best reference for young Mark Hamill anymore. Oh, 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 right. Oh, yeah, like a a person yeah. standing. Yeah, there. They, yeah. Had, they had a instead of uh, a cast you know, with uh, Peter Cushing, which they had the cast that they had to use came from when he had a face cast for the the movie Top Secret. Oh, okay. you know the movie. The movie that was uh, from the same guys who made Naked Gun. <laughs> so they pulled that out of the fucking mothballs, hmm. and they're like, we'll use this to make his CG face yeah, they, from this 20, 40-year-old movie. Uh, they, I, don't, I don't remember the name, but they did use uh, just a stand-in guy for the body, and then they just superimposed it over his face. Uh, and it's hard to get the lips yeah. right and with, with talking. So I think it would have looked better, actually. If it were just full CG. I didn't know it was Luke. It took me a while to figure out it was Luke. Because I'm like... I thought at first it might be Ahsoka. Because I was, in my head, I wanted to believe that they wouldn't bring in Luke Skywalker well, into the show. they had a couple show. options. They had... I mean, they had... They had Ahsoka... Well, they had Ahsoka. I didn't think Ahsoka would do it. But they had Ezra Bridger, who who is still... Uh, we think is, is alive. Uh, they have Cal Kestis... Um, and I think they have one other, but I can't remember who it is. Uh, but I think those are the, the two main runner ups were Cal Kestis and Ezra Bridger to be the ones they've reached but out to. I'm like, eh, green lightsaber, but the other ones might have had a green lightsaber. And then I saw the one gloved hand. It's I'm like, a hundred percent Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Even the lightsaber. Now, I was like, yeah, that looks like his old light. There's a uh, newer lightsaber. 
I didn't get a good look at the hilt so, before yeah. I saw the hand. There are a couple things they could have done instead of the CG. If they wanted to bring Mark Hamill on and pay him enough for, you know, like the three lines that he says, you don't have to make him full-on old beard guy. You could, like, conventional makeup exists. I know it's weird, but you can you can put stuff on people's face to make them younger. So you clean shave him, dye hair, make him up, and you can convincingly do a older than he was in the movies, but not old man Luke. I think there's a with fucking the resources. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, with, with the with the resources Star Wars has. Midlife Would they crisis have to like Luke make Skywalker. him like uh, like skinnier? Has he put on weight? I don't I don't know if he's in robes. Like he, fucking I don't know how big on, he was. He's put on Mark Hamill's yeah. put on a fair I, amount. Of I think he's got. I also think he's got that days. that little. Little chicken neck too. I think he's got a little gobbler on him. He's got to lose that. Look, too. if they can make Michael Jai White <laughs> look like fucking, <laughs> make him look like a roast chicken, then we can make fucking him... dress out yeah. Mark Hamill. Or, or you could be bold for once in your life, and this is a TV show, and say cast someone else. Yeah, there there was a lot of talks about I'd Sebastian. Be, Stan. I could do it. I could live with that. I, I think that would have been okay. I would have been fine with that. I think you would have had to like get confirmation. Even if he looked like him. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm Luke Skywalker, you know, or something like that. Uh yeah, the a, a press conference. Here is the new face of Luke Skywalker. More more telling the audience <laughs> than than telling the people on the on the bridge that you know that he's he's Luke Skywalker and you have to get used to it. It's not gonna be Mark Hamill. I think it, it helped. Yeah, I agree with you, Jake, where it helped the the moment for the sake of the show that they didn't have to be like, hey, guys, this is who this is. I think that's the that's the main purpose for using the CG. So they didn't have to have that awkward dialogue. Again, I don't mind that they use the CG. I just think the combo of the CG face on the real body made it a lot worse yes, than it, it needed to be. If they had just like Peter Hushington, I think it would have been yeah, better. If, if, it's always it's always the like the, the, the two different it's like when you have a CG thing next to real life, it's always like it's very it makes it stand out like infinitely more. You can't get the color just right. Um, yeah. I think for what they did though, I think it was pretty good. Uh it, for the budget of a TV honestly, show I don't know that you could really expect I know, for much better. For them to even attempt that with the budget of TV show. Because these look sometimes better than some, some movie movie stuff that they've done. Um but yeah, I, I don't know. It's um it's it's interesting. You know, I, I also don't know why they didn't do like a digitally de aged thing, because didn't they do that with like Samuel oh. Jackson and Robert Downey Jr. and Marvel? And I thought that yeah. was okay. I don't know. Anyways, regardless, they brought in Luke Skywalker. Um, He's the one who Grogu Grogu called out to. This also brings up kind of an interesting thing about if they're going to do a Luke Skywalker TV show or 
Maybe we'll just touch base on that. I know. In the in the future. <laughs> Could you imagine no. if it was just the fucking CG and real body combo? The I whole fucking I, show. I don't think they would do that, uh, but that would be amazing. I'd be okay if you want to throw money away and burn it. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> but otherwise, if you need to light Sebastian, if you need to light like a billion dollars on fire, just go for it. Just cast Sebastian Stan. That too. That could work also. Uh, so and then. And then Boba sits on a throne. Yeah, so there was a post-credit scene. While Fennec drinks blue liquor. There's a post-credit scene where she he drinks goes Romulan and, ale. He goes and kills uh <laughs> I, I don't remember his name. They they have a name for him. Um Yeah. He's the old like right hand of of uh Jabba the Hutt. And apparently when Jabba the Hutt, when you become the new Jabba the Hutt, you get fat. So uh he got fat and he got instantly marked by Baba. Baba the Fat. And <laughs> The Baba and now, Bob, in Baba December 2021, we get a, a new show called The Book of Boba Fett. So, All right, can, Fett. can I just say how weird it was to look at a fresh paint job of Boba Fett's armor? I liked it. Oh. It was cool. I noticed it. I I, I looked at it, and I'm like, this, this is... This just doesn't feel I, right. I like this. It was, uh, it was clean, dude. It was clean. I don't know where he got a paint shop, like on the, in the galaxy. Did he stop off at Sla- Slave One looked a little touched up too. I was like, I don't remember the paint being. You that know what? Good on I'll, that. I'll take the L when I, when I'm wrong. I I called it so wrong this this last episode. I did not think it was going to be Luke. Uh, I thought Boba Fett was going to die. Uh, I thought Boba Fett was going to die, and he was going to take his uh, his ship. Because Mando doesn't have a ship anymore, uh, but maybe he might just steal mm-hmm. a you know a Imperial thing now. But or you know purchase a ship. No, fuck that. <laughs> or he's just gonna stick with these Mandalorians and stay in the light cruiser. I don't know. God, I don't need a whole season of Sasha Banks trying to. Well, act. maybe she got killed in that <laughs> last did, scene. Nobody's been fine. touching upon that. Didn't she get just shot the fuck up by Giancarlo Esposito? But then she stood up. Oh, did she? Like okay, you... I missed that part then. Yeah. Okay, good. The tornado DDT <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the uh, fight, though, was a bridge too far. Well, they had... She's like, they're wrestler. Ah, do ever do a wrestling move. Um, Star Wars is sacred. You don't mix <laughs> that in with the outside. You have to keep it pure. <laughs> but now, Sasha, now she has to come on in her like in like a Mandalorian costume during the next uh, pay per view. That'd be yeah, dope. Pay per view her. Um, then I'd start watching. Uh, yeah. So that that's Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, I should. We should mention. We got it. We got to do it here because they didn't do it. They didn't put the one extra slate on the end of the episode. To, to uh, elongate it by a whole three seconds, so we'll do it here. Uh, rest in peace, Jeremy Bullock. This season, yes, sh- this season should have been in your memory because you died. Oh very, yes, very right before yeah, the episode. Yeah. yeah, the original body dude for Boba Fett. I, I'd be, I'd be interested to see if they would like, um, like do a patch and like add like a a, a credit to him at the end or something like that because that maybe that maybe it happens just so re- so quick to the time of the release but well i mean they changed uh, Gene guy. all the all the cast 
listings to Elliot Page pretty quick after that whole thing broke. So, <laughs> oh, which one were they? Which one was uh, Ian? In Man- Ellen Page is now Elliot oh, yeah. Page, R- right? But which movie? Like which? Or are you talking about IMDb? Yeah. Oh, I oh, thought like, like, I'm like was yeah. was Elliot in the Mandalorian yeah. somewhere? When, which episode was that? No, no, no. I'm, he yeah, was an alien. He was he was in makeup, but you didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Last Jedi, the one we don't talk about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mandalorian. Well, actually, I'd, I'd rather talk about the Last Jedi <laughs> than the Rise of Skywalker. To be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Uh, or Spawn. Uh, um, righty. Video games. We gotta we gotta blow video through this because I don't want this to be a fucking three hour um, cast. It's only, we're only an hour in. We're five hours into this cast. Look, I've been I here since be here 3 a.m. hours, guys. Sony pulls Cyberpunk 2077 from stores after console players throw a fit because they got one bad port after PC players have been dealing with crappy, unoptimized ports for well over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that bugs me most about this. Uh, more so than CDPR releasing a very much not quite finished game. But what were they going to do? Delay it again? Then everyone would be like, oh, is this game ever going to come out? I don't know, man. Like, I, it's it's a rock and a hard place. Uh, yeah, I would say... Like, I, don't, I, I don't know if they made the right choice or not. My solution, uh, if I had to do it, would have been just... I. If I had to make a choice, I'd be like, just delay it a fuck ton of time. We're just like, we're delaying it for for yeah, another my th- year. My theory was like, because it's mostly the console port. Like the PC version, yes, there's bugs and shit, but it's mostly playable. I haven't run into anything like progression halting that couldn't be fixed with like saving and loading again. Um... And it's mostly just, like, weird graphical glitches, like when you're driving really fast and your character pops out of the car and mm. T-pose and, like, blinks in and out of existence. Yeah, I um, I saw a couple things on the Angry Joe show. Um, he had some issues with, like, AI from police officers and, uh, like, the AI were spawning, like, in the house and, like... Yeah, they could spawn anywhere, like, right? Like, spawning fucking behind you. Uh, it was just... Yeah, it happens sometimes. Uh, so they had some they had some weird AI issues. Um, I th- I I haven't experienced too much of that yet. Um, and I think I'm almost finished. Yeah, I'm 30 hours into the game and I switched over to Act Three, so I assume that's like the end. <laughs> um, but uh, it's most my point is it's mostly functional. So like. If you need to delay it a little bit, then just be like, hey, guys, PC version's coming out now. Console version's going to come out like six, eight months later. Hmm. So you can work on that. And, like, you can fix the things in the PC version because I assume that that's easier to do. Uh, And since you've given yourself such a long lead time on this, you can have, you know, most of your debugging team working on you know, fixing and improving the PC version while the rest of the console version is being developed and shit. And the the, the other tough thing about this is uh, CDPR is uh, large, large enough that they are 
embroiled in some of the other controversies that plague the gaming industry. And so, as a result, they can't No Man's Sky it, where they just go dark for a year while they make the game better. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, I really like this game. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, and in like five years when you can play it all maxed out at a good frame rate, it'll be really glorious. <clears throat> and it's a ton of fun. It's a shame that not everyone's getting to experience it. Um, yeah. but I think the issues are fixable. I don't think this is a disaster on the caliber of Fallout 76. No. They they mishandled... No, I'm saying they mishandled Fallout 76 every step of the way. Yeah. Not, yeah, and not uh, not to mention, like, with I think with Fallout 76, um, it the, the, the problem wasn't just the bugs and the graphical glitches. It was the way the game was designed to be played it, like if it worked 100 percent, it still has its problems and i think that's where it differs from yeah. cyberpunk 2077 because if the game assume the game works fine and perfect like you said in in like five years when uh, when all the issues are done with and you can run mx settings i think i i think it's a it's a fantastic game i've heard nothing but great things it, it looks it's... amazing the concept the idea i I haven't the, played. I haven't heard the, much about the gunplay. I heard. I heard some of the gunplay was a little iffy, but it's. Uh, I think it's pretty. Well, I've played a lot of first-person shooters from their early two thousands and nineties this year, so maybe my <laughs> my critique of gunplay is a little skewed. But I think it's functional. It's a lot better than uh, like Deus Ex: Human Revolution was. Mankind Divided. It's probably about on par with Deus Ex Mankind Divided in terms of gunplay. Uh, it's not like the quality of something you'd see out of, you know, like a competitive first-person shooter like uh, Apex Legends or something like that. Uh, Overwatch, I guess, would be a better example. <laughs> But it's it's yeah. fine for an RPG. What is essentially an RPG? Yeah, I mean that's the other thing is that like it it's it's not a solely a first person shooter. Like you you have other ways of of playing the game, and I mean hell, there's there's the whole it's like, Skyrim, all like passive you know, mode too. And... I mean they also focus a lot on the story and the world building behind it. Where Apex Legends and Overwatch and shit like that, you don't have to worry about that. You can just like make a nice. The game scenery. is the gunplay. Yeah. It's like, but you what you have to make sure that you do is you have to make sure that your side missions are compelling and they're uh, interactive and they immerse. They're immersive too. Like you actually feel like you're in the game. Whereas Apex Legends, you just want your gun to go burr. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as long as your gun yeah. go burr, you're happy. It's like. <laughs> That's not if if you just focus on that element of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, the game would be dog shit. Yeah, uh, but it's not. I I hope to have a review ready for the show next week. I think that's a pretty achievable goal. Mm -hmm. uh, so here's an article from NME: The Last of Us Part Two and Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales named best PS four and PS five game. That's according to Sony's official awards. Gee, 
I'm sure they had a real hard choice out of the nine PS5 games. <laughs> that's I, that's like the underlying theme of 2020 is limited selection. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's I just wanted to make that joke. That's the whole reason. Well, I just imagine, just imagine like like twenty years when it's like PlayStation eighty six, and we have one new game. It's so good. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody, needs- when when do you think the PlayStation will move? If they keep making consoles, when do you think they will stop numbering their consoles? Never. And give them like a different naming scheme. Never. I would think. Maybe after five, even because six is kind of a weird number. No, I, I don't think so. I, I, um, I don't know because like Xbox, Xbox never sequentially numbered it, and I think <laughs> no, they chose a much worse name. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Is like every time they try to do something different, like they did Xbox and they they went with shapes for some fuck all reason, and they're like three sixty. It's a sphere, circle, whatever. Uh, you know, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe Xbox 720 or like 10." It's like everybody was like, that, "What are you that video and then from they went fucking with Xbox One?" Because that Xbox wasn't One, and then Xbox Series X. Ooh, can I get an Xbox One? Do you mean an Xbox One or an Xbox One? Like I'm waiting for them to do like the uh, the Tesla what thing where they come out with a, a, a Series E and a Series Y. And they make it sexy. Ooh, how original you fucking twats! But it's like it's like PS six, PS seven is is not controversial, and they have enough controversy, I think, by themselves. Oh, I'm saying once you get like to PS sixteen, like no, even then, I don't fucking care. So no, Sony may go under by then. <laughs> like that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't think we're gonna have consoles. <laughs> Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, to get to be a high enough problem, then then uh, what's but, the point? Like what's just the... for marketing purposes, like PS6, that's like a weird thing to like even like design for, like to do a graphic design that looks. Well, they good. do a Satan edition. For... They do six six six, and they, uh, you know, PlayStation sixty. Ooh, <laughs> and then uh, everybody can joke about how in like. Uh, Mexican languages, it's sex or something like that. Some bullshit, you know. I don't fucking, I don't know what Canadian language they have. It's probably like worded sex. I don't know. Ha ha, gamer. Ha ha, <laughs> gamer's autistic. Ha. What are you talking about, Jake? <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Jake. <laughs> I'm just happy my internet works toast? now, guys. <laughs> Apparently, I fixed it mid podcast. <laughs> Do you smell oh toast? Yeah, no. Uh, I sorry, I went into full gamer mode just thinking about things. <laughs> you did, you, like you caught a whiff Artistic of rage. you caught a whiff of Mountain Dew gamer fuel, and that just fucking sent you into a spiral. Dude, I should get some gamer. Good fuel. God, that's a good idea. Thanks, Peter. I did I talk to you, Jake, about how I realized that that they fucking made a feed limiter for that? No, I don't, I don't know. Maybe so. So I talked to Kurt about this. I was sipping on the game fuel. And I looked at the spout, and I was like, wait a second. You can't not sip on the game fuel. They designed the can so that you have to sip. It's a calorie restriction mechanism. 
so you don't drink your whole gamer fuel in one oh, go. It's that, like a ha- new- it's like a hamster drinker, right? Where they have to b- 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 is that with the new the new pop top, the one that slides? Yeah, yeah. they're like new. It just so people don't oh, oh. exactly you can shotgun it though. Yes, you could. So you just go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's play Halo. But then, <laughs> but then you played. You paid extra money to shotgun a diet juice soda thing. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Peter. 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 Don't poke holes in this, okay? No, no, that's the exact saying opposite is, of what we're saying. All I'm poke saying holes is, in it so you can shotgun it. <laughs> have you tried the flavors? I have. Yeah, yeah. They're alien juice. Yeah, what the the new energy drinks? Is it the yeah, yes? I love it. It's great. It's I can cool my my PC with it. Yeah, that's what I, they're designed for. Oh, it's not for you, Peter. It's for your components. (laughs) You're supposed to take off your side panel and just spray it into your. So you just take a sip one for you. Just open. Wait. Just open up your reservoir. Wait. You guys don't have. You guys don't actually have side panels. My. That's. I keep a Phillips head on me at all times when I need to eat. Like. (laughs) Pour right in. It's like that cow at Cornell that has a beaties. Yeah, (laughs) it It covers up my colostomy bag. (laughs) This is where I inject my insulin. (laughs) Oh, now, all right, I gotta show you guys that picture. You drink enough game fuel. (laughs) It's a, it's all a circle. Yeah, you'll just inject your game fuel into your insulin pump. <laughs> it's like a poem oh, God. that rhymes. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about. They've already done it with animals. They can do it with us. It's right there. Here's a picture. Oh yeah, they did it with cows. Yeah, yeah they have a little port into the <laughs> where you can look in into wh- their stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine it's being that cow and be like, I have I, a stomach I'm window. On, I have, I'm getting my picture no. taken. <laughs> I'm. A, that's a sexy cow right there. That's a good-looking cow. It's got a nice color pattern. Yeah. <laughs> none, of, none of the cows on my granddad's farm had them. <laughs> that's a sexy-looking fucking cow right there. Oh, that's this is a girl with, with uh, elbow deep in a cow. I don't... What that was one cow? of the porn. The side. That was one of the videos <laughs> removed from Pornhub, Peter. Stop it. <laughs> College college student elbow say, goes elbow deep, deep in a cow. Yeah, elbow deep in a, in a cow. You gotta be careful with that, Peter. That. It's where on the cow. That's very. I can see the title for this now. Reaction. Brunette elbow deep in cow. <laughs> cow. We need to bring it back. No, never. We're Let's going to the moon. Side of port. Oh. Cow port porn hub. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like titling shit. <laughs> Port that was good. That was good. Riot is working on a League of Legends MMO. Yeah, that's who I want to make my MMOs. Riot. I don't know. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it won't at all be League of Legends esque Skinnerware. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of League lately, so I'm really. In a weird mood. Super <laughs> autistic right now. You can't quit it. No, anymore. dude, it's a drop. 
<laughs> I hate it, dude. I hate it. It's always like, come back for more. You want a chest? You and, you and League of Legends can star in the remake of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I want to see how I many... can't quit you. How many hours of League of Legends have I played? I'll look that up while you're doing the next game thing. Um, that that's all I had actually. Oh, awesome! We can we can talk about the real, the real star of the show today. Yeah, you can fucking get to sure it. Sure can. So, we so could there's do a that. website called we uh, also, Wasted uh, Wasted on League. I'll put my thing in. Apparently, Ugh. I've played 18 days worth of League of Legends. That's. I actually bad. thought it would be more. Yeah, I've probably play, I've played much more than 18 days worth of each individual Mass Effect game, much less the series as a whole. <laughs> Gotta be more than that. Anyways, Spawn. 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 John Leguizamo is Spawn. Yeah, I can I tell Hello. you I spent I spent uh, at least 70 minutes on this movie thinking. Where the fuck do I know that clown from? Where I the Mario Brothers movie, of course. Luigi. I'm like, I, I know movie. him from somewhere. What is he? What fat man is this animal? And it's not no. a fat man. It's a Luigi man. It's it's, it's truly Luigi a trans more transformative than Christian Bale. Really, yeah. is he prepared for this role? He saw real clowns with real clown traits. <laughs> He's been breeding with only the cleanest of women. Oh, man. And he shows up as an actual clown. So, uh, plot of this movie is Black Dynamite works for the elusive man, and uh, they betray him, much like they do in Black Dynamite. <laughs> and <laughs> he ends up uh, deadpooling himself mm. and, uh, you know... He now looks like he sits at the Thanksgiving table between Wade Wilson and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> ah, the old, the old Burt skin trick we used back in Nam. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he becomes Hellspawn, and John Leguizamo uh, mutters, just unmiked, talks. He just uh, talks. Him. So yeah, everything yeah, out of his mouth is a turns into a monster. Uh, that that black dynamite kills yep and uh so charlemagne was there oh and he had a sword uh <laughs> that's my book report on spawn so yeah so the movie Caligliastro. starts out bro <laughs> not Caligliastro. who the fuck is that this He's a, that's he's the guy who had the castle that Lupin robbed or exactly. didn't rob and saved a <laughs> saved a girl from. They fell in love in ah, ten yes, minutes. Of course. <laughs> ah. Um. So yeah, that's who this movie. So the movie starts out with um man with with the skull <laughs> the skull in a in a western duster. He's like. This is the story of a man named Spawn. He didn't have much brains, but he had a lot of brawn. <laughs> yeah, the exposition dump at the beginning was 
pretty heavy handed because yep. they had to pre they had the use the exposition they had to, try to preload to in the terrible it. font yeah. in the opening title crawl. I was one of them. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, nothing says hey, try to read this than epileptic <laughs> epileptic font on Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Kerning, guys, never heard of it. <laughs> you guys remember that real player background <laughs> yeah. as well as I do. <laughs> <laughs> It's the tube. It's the inside of one of those jelly tubes. Like if you stick like, like a little action figure through them, that's what that is. Yeah. That's what happens every time. Um, and they use that effect a lot. This a movie by it, this movie is effects heavy. It is also, as I've said before, aggressively nineties. Um, we will talk. I will talk a lot about how nineties this is at every any point. Um, but it starts. So it starts out with narration by. Um, like man and man and cowboy outfit Cagliostro. Uh, yes then they do the i i think they do the open no wait it's when he dies right it's when he dies that they do the opening okay when he pulled up his mask to reveal his face was anyone else a little disappointed you didn't hear dynamite dynamite <laughs> i was quote i was Spawn. quoted the whole time i was like spawn doesn't have the same ring to it spawnamite <laughs> My name's Cyan. Oh, hush up, cat. A lot of young girls have that name. <laughs> My daddy's name is uh, Al Simmons. Ah, <laughs> uh, hush now. Oh, that cat's got that name. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, Al Simmons, he fights generic Saudis. He blows up generic Saudis. Apparently hits some innocent people, uh, too. Which, surprise, surprise, there's not innocent people at a fucking airport. So when you yeah with the, with the most guilty with the most complicated if God missile wanted us to fly, he would have given us wings of our own. They're all yeah, guilty. Like that's a thing. They're not so innocent. That that's the thing I, I noticed immediately was was when you have a have a, a like a '90s project that's like here's future technology, ooh, latest and greatest. It's always like overtly complicated. Like it's it can't just be one missile. Like one missile would have done the job. Like a bullet would have done the job. Really. He could have just been a sniper. A sniper. But no, it had yeah. to be this complicated night vision targeting face tracking system that would lock onto the target and then a separate automated rocket hey, hey, launcher. Jake. Jake. I have a question for you, Jake. Yeah. Have you ever seen a character illustrated by Todd McFarlane no, before? No, I haven't. Oh. Who the fuck is that? I know who S Seth McFarlane is. He makes Family Guy. I go, ha ha ha. Tom McFarlane is the man who created Spawn, and was director uh, on this, I think, or like associate producer. He was an executive producer, and I'm sure he really, really wanted to put himself in the role of his nerdy friend. Yeah. Um, but he refrained from doing so. But he did have uh, a cameo. none of his characters are simple. They have they have a bunch of shit going on. And none of it so in no, their heads. It can't be. Can't be simple. You can't just do it the easy way. That's not the Todd McFarlane way. That's not the Spawn way. It's not the '90s way. <laughs> is Spawn um, DC or he, is that Marvel? Image. He's Image, image Comics, Ugh. which was the independent comic because in the '90s, independent comics were all the rage. Uh, it, because comics were, they had a big fucking boom. There's a big uh, spike. Todd McFarlane had previously worked at Marvel as an illustrator. Yes. On the Amazing Spider-Man, 
and he famously was the guy who came up with Venom's design, which is one of the more iconic designs in comic book history. Uh, but then he thought he could write good, and he went to make Spawn, and turns out he can't write too good. <laughs> no. Um, I did like the animated series a little more than this, because... Oh, yeah, if you want to watch this story told as well as it can be, watch the animated series. Yeah. If, you, if you're watching this, you're probably watching on HBO Max, which means you have access to the animated series. Just stop watching Spawn, <laughs> stop watching this Spawn. right now. Put it down. Save Spawn. yourself. <laughs> um, Get out. Go. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh yeah, he so he goes to so he does that and then he goes to North Korea, North Korea, uh, and then he dies because they followed him. They just walk up and they're like in their silver ass future suits and they're like, yeah. yeah. And the elusive and, man comes and out. He smokes like in, a, in a chemical warehouse. <laughs> they spooge goo all over Al Simmons, which yeah. apparently does nothing on its own. It's just goo, and then he lights him on fire with it. It's, it's just accelerant. He shoots his goo, and Al dies, and then the credits roll. Start. It's time to start the Spawn movie, everyone. <laughs> Spawn. Yeah, and your favorite, your favorite uh, real player background goes mm-hmm. on as it runs down who's in this movie and shows that they shows actually got Martin Sheen to agree to this. Fantastic. <laughs> yep. Love Martin. Along Sheen. with. Oh, wait, wait, no, that's after. Yeah. So they they show all the people they got in, and it's like, why? How amazing! They really bond to the hype. And Spawn wakes up in um, on the top of a tower. He's like, oh, I'm awake. Oh. And he starts walking down the stairs. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it slowly pans down. The spiral staircase just keeps going. And I can't keep a straight face because I think of him <laughs> in, his, in his nasty burn unit outfit. Just uh, <laughs> down every one of those spiral stairs <laughs> the whole way for an hour. Just climbing downstairs. But he finally gets to the bottom of this apparently like church homeless shelter, like this church homeless town. But they're only allowed in the with, alleyway. They're not actually allowed yes. in the church. And again, this is the most nineties thing ever because if you look at the sets in this movie, they're also nineties because outside, trash everywhere. There's got to be shit everywhere. It's not a nineties movie if there isn't just random shit at every fucking square inch of the set. 90s depictions of cities were uh, just uh, 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 a looting, uh, 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 no, a littering hellscape. Was the, was there like a garbage man's union strike all throughout the 90s that I don't remember? I don't know. <laughs> this message brought to you by the garbage union. Like, think of Kazam, or yeah, Shazam, whichever. The one with Sinbad? Kazam. <laughs> exactly the same one the one we all watched yeah um, okay, I remember that one but that movie had shit everywhere too there's yeah. just especially <laughs> when the wind like picked up bad. at all it's just like <coughs> bags and paper and rat droppings would just fly everywhere city tumbleweeds yeah, <laughs> it's just city tumbleweeds city. let's be honest trash is just city tumbleweeds <laughs> so city tumbleweeds. had a little spice he comes back to life desert too and, La- and John Leguizamo starts talking, and then the movie stops doing anything. Like, there is some plot points, but the movie has nothing. It's got nothing to do. Um, there's Charlie Sheen's plot <laughs> to, to release the heat. 
He's got he's got canned heat, and he puts it in his heels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's gonna release the Jamiroquai virus around the world. He's gonna put it in the bats, and he's gonna release it around the globe. Yeah, this was. <laughs> you get bonus points for making a Jamiroquai reference <laughs> during nineties month. <laughs> also, that's a combo. That's a, that's like a four hit combo. Also, right fan- fantastic pick for for in the middle of a pandemic to have a movie that's literally threatening a p- worldwide pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I know how this I'm goes. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's not so bad. We're fine. <laughs> um. So he does that to have the people join his Illuminati or whatever, and he has his sexy fighter, like, agent person. I don't know. She wasn't in the his show. Mercy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Spawn stumbles around while John Leguizamo talks to him just endlessly. Like, he goes to a well, graveyard. That's like 30 he minutes of the movies. He visits his grave. He visits his wife to see she's been remarried. So they're trying to condense, like... The first like four issues of Spawn <laughs> into like ten minutes because they have more movie they need to try to, they need to cram more shit in. <laughs> yeah, get the cram and stick. Todd <laughs> McFarlane's cram stick. <laughs> you gotta get it all in there. We bought the licenses to all this shit, so we're gonna use them. <laughs> I need to make a toy out of this somehow. Um and uh, and yeah. So he, he visits places that were important to him, and then he learns that it was uh, oh. Boy, he has he has the, the, in the picture in picture flashbacks of of things that happen yeah. as they show stock footage behind him. It's great. Yeah, and he gets he gets his his armor in the graveyard where he's visiting his own grave, and there are kids trying to get what satan power what do they call that necroflesh is that what they call like necroplasm ne- uh necroplasm necroflesh i think was the thing that, that, oh, that's okay. his armor his or something like that he can control it's yeah, like all attached armor. to his nerves I, I thought that was a pretty cool because i don't know too much about spawn i just know this from this movie yeah now I'm pretty sure that's what it was in the comic. instead of giving spawn leaving his mask on for the whole movie uh which would be you could just make a physical prop mask and suit and have him have that. Easier on movie. your actor. Doesn't have to sit in the makeup chair for eight hours. And more true to your character. But I guess Michael J. White wanted his makeup face all over this movie. He wanted to let everyone know that Al Simmons was black. <laughs> so so he just and he doesn't presumably yeah i that's my guess no no here's, um, here's the trivia i have the trivia pulled up yes it says uh yeah michael jai white wanted the people to know spawn was black yeah. trivia. is that on the x-ray uh it's on imdb uh, there's some there's some pretty I, good john it, Le, uh leguizamo trivia and here. Please, is that, is please that enlighten actual, us. No, I don't. I don't think that actual Michael J. White one was uh, one of them. But okay. that'd be uh, pretty fucking amazing if that was. <laughs> uh, so some John Leguizamo uh, trivia. He actually ate live wax worms on pizza for this film. Okay. He then vomited the, that, immediately after the take was wrapped. That was the moment where I saw where I thought to myself, he better be getting paid for this because yeah. that's that's the choice you got to make. Like, is my dignity and my career worth a scene like this? John Legu- said yes. John Leguizamo f- described wearing the fat suit as like a penis wearing a condom. 
tight. Oh, that's not something I want to hear out of that costume is skin tight. <laughs> John Leguizamo revealed here. in an interview one day while he was shooting, he had to go to the restroom very badly. However, it took almost an hour to get out of the suit he was wearing. Leguizamo wound up relieving himself while in the suit by accident due to it taking so long to get the suit off. <laughs> It's, I mean, that's so Violator, it's not even funny. Like, of course Violator would just shit his pants. Yeah, he was very, uh, in the role. Method acting. Uh, oh, you want to know who else was considered for the role of Spawn? Yes. Who would you rather have? Wesley Snipes? Cuba... That was the only other guy I could think of. Cuba Gooding Jr.? There's a lot. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Uh... Oh, God, no. Snoop Dogg? That's uh, a joke. Tony Todd. I don't know who Tony Todd is. Alan Payne. Uh, yeah. Denzel Washington. That okay. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> no. But it's PG thirteen. Which again, that's the other thing. Why did they make this movie PG thirteen? This would have been so much better if it was rated R. They, they had one ass. They could put one asshole in it. Like uh, they had to cut themselves swearing. Which I was like, what? Yeah, like this is stupid. Like, yeah. uh, there were so many times where like Spawn would be talking to. To the violator and be like, like kid. And, yeah. and I'd just be like, come on, you like foul you, want, vermin. you would love to just tear him a new one. Tell him the fuck yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. So so the thing is like, yeah, he cal he calls like the violator, you foul vermin or whatever. I'm like, I've seen the show. I've seen the animated show, and he's like, There's a my favorite scene, and it's all delivered by Keith David in the show. So it's gorgeous. And he's just like, he's like, Who are you? He's like, I'm your worst fucking nightmare. And uh, those were some of the re remaining ones. Tupac and LL Cool J and Will Smith. Oh, yeah. He would have he would done the spawn rap. He would have done the spawn rap at the end of the movie. Here come the man in spawn. <laughs> oh no. And you would and you would have had him in the music video and John Legazamo doing like a backup dance with him. Oh my and God. all the extras I see it in and my the, imagination and the crowds of CGI spawns in hell that were just <laughs> they're just jamming they're just doing their thing whenever he's in hell there's like crowds of like copy and pasted spawn people just going it was it's fantastic um, so as, re as a result of all this faffing around uh, spawn does surprisingly little in terms of action stuff. He has a couple scenes, but how yeah, much actual choreography does he cape. do? Huh? Um, as Spawn? Yeah. Uh, like, none. Yeah, yeah like, even, even for the climax at the end, uh, fighting the I Violator, think the... like, it was very choppy in how he was, like, uh, they, they were, they were, a lot of cuts, a lot of cuts to him just being, like, held by the, yeah. the, the demon thing, and, and, him Dicks, making blades I mean, on his arm and stabbing, going stab, stab, stab. Dicks to donuts. Um, he couldn't move in the dicks to donuts that Michael Jai White couldn't move in the suit. Why would you want dick? On it was a giant fucking dick on a donut. It was a big bulky rubber suit. Um, um, and then so after faffing around a little while, he goes to stop the consortium. The first meeting, he goes to confront um, Michael Sheen Wait. in the other Sorry. classic nineties. It's not a 90s, early 2000s movie if it also doesn't have a marble 
like plaza with a big statue in it and multiple tiers. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's the other classic uh th- I think of like the mask. This movie had too much of the mask's DNA in it. <laughs> there was a lot of that. I was I was like, "Oh boy." Um just just think of any movie like I don't know, Babe fucking uh, Babe. babe? <laughs> my, like the pig? Just pull babe out of your ass. Yeah, Spawn. It's just like Babe. <laughs> Uh, fuck? Fucking um, this mystery men. Feel like I had it. <laughs> Maybe, like yeah. I can't think of any specifics just because it's so generic to me that they would have a scene in a place like this. So speaking of the rating R, apparently there is an R Raiders director's cut that's been released on VHS, DVD, and Laserdisc. The fuck it includes some scenes that had to be cut for a PG thirteen. Film has a couple of new violent scenes, and at the end of the film is a thirty-minute interview with creator Todd McFarlane. Oh, good! Why don't we watch that behind one? Behind the scenes of Spawn. Do you have a V? That's not on HBO Max. Do you have a laser disc player, Jake? I don't have a laser disc Maybe. player. Maybe I don't know. Coming to Baltimore, find space out. For... Um. So yes, he he jumps in, and CGI cape goes everywhere. Oh god. And oh yeah. boy. Like one of only two times they used the cape in the whole movie because I'm sure it was very expensive despite how unconvincing the effect was. Yeah, yeah so he, he and it worked. It was very uh effective too. It he, he became one with the wall. <laughs> Turned into a rock <laughs> corner, wall corner. And then he and then he tripped on some pavement. <laughs> like he kicked a pebble. He's like, "Oh no." And Spawn should never like jump in surprise at something in that manner yeah um no so he makes his escape after i don't know he like throttles martin sheen it's like and he kills the girl so she's out of the movie Dead. um yep then he goes back and witnesses Dead. parental abuse yep um and just says all right i i he said it's his dad so it's okay now that the dead Sounds hit right. his son Oh, it's just child abuse, not assault? Okay. All right. Well, yo, teach your son some lessons. You probably were doing it for a good reason. And, um... You get taken to the woodshed to become a man. <laughs> and medieval John Wayne Swordsmith comes up. And he's like, I was medieval spawn. I have a sword arm. Isn't that cool? Shing. I have... I'm male pattern balding. Isn't that cool? When I cast, I want to feel comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Cagliostro cat. <laughs> I don't like pain when I care. <laughs> I'm a catheter cowboy. Catheter Cagliostro. <laughs> no picture. Well, that's a huge missed opportunity. Catheter Cagliostro <laughs> is uh, the new spokesperson for Cat.com. Really going to hit that demographic of like people who are now incontinent, who were big Spawn fans in the 90s. Well, considering Spawn, Spawn shit itself, <laughs> makes sense that their viewers would too. Holy fuck, dude. Um, meanwhile, Martin That's Sheen. That's have gold mine, Jake. You're right. <laughs> Liquid gold. <laughs> Meanwhile, Martin Sheen has a bop it installed in his heart to release coronavirus <laughs> if anything happens to his bank account. Yeah, let's sure that that part bothered I me. I like the that. Mo- That's a good idea. <laughs> a good idea. Like, 
Yeah, because you're definitely not going to get into a car accident, accidentally start an apocalypse, or you know have a heart palpitation, or you know maybe the 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 sensor goes wrong and it just thinks that you're dying, and then it just blows up everywhere. It runs on a 56k modem. We've got it hooked up to the web. Um, all right, so he's there and he's got that going on. Meanwhile, my my bulge, my bulgia, uh, goes to the violin. Is like. Stop clowning around. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Get my man fucking working for me or I'll fucking send you to double hell. And uh, he goes back and they have more talks, more stuff happens. The 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 guy with the with the facial hair that looks like he, he got one of those like ink like the ink telescope, except it was his coffee mug. He just put some ink <laughs> on the rim and just Um Terry, I believe was his name. Uh, yes, he's Terry. he's looking into the case Terry and he's Bradshaw. looking. He finds a CD that has a label printed on it. It says bad things, secret shit, <laughs> a special little, ops CD-ROM that he puts into his supercomputer. One step away from just sharpieing <laughs> on the fucking mini disc. And then he has a he has a <laughs> video conference with the newspaper lady. Yep. Hey, this gonna be uh, rolling out in your papes later, huh? <laughs> man, toots. Hey, toots. Man, run this story, toots. <laughs> <laughs> Front page on the papes. <laughs> How about the presses? Spawn cross with the newsies. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> on Broadway. Oh, it, when he, that, oh my god, when he first came down into that shanty town, I'm like, did he walk onto the set of Les Mis? <laughs> <laughs> was that what's going on? So then he fights the Violator, and the Violator's like, demony form, which, again, was so much cooler in the comics, or in the, in the it was yeah. the animated show. I bet, because um, it looked like hot garbage in this. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it so bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, he gets impaled on a fence, and then um, Catheter Cat... <laughs> Catheter Cal comes up and he's like, "I'm Catheter Cagliostro." He's like, "You know you can heal, right?" I know right? two things: it's fighting demons <laughs> and Catherin, and I don't like pain when I can. <laughs> it's fighting the armies of hell and Catherin. <laughs> when I gotta fight the armies of hell, I always make sure that I'm Cat, but I don't like pain when I do it. <laughs> Jake's gonna fucking need to calf after this. <laughs> that time is coming fast. I am I am sitting in it. <laughs> I missed my opportunity to calf without pain. I gotta get on that liquidgold.com and find some calfing supplies that will offer no pain and no discomfort. <laughs> So, so, right, so he goes in, back. in one scene, um, Calfman teaches uh, teaches Spawn how to use his calf. So he teaches him how to use his calf powers. You have to focus on the piss. Visualize it. And he throws the bottle focus up. Focus on relaxing the urethra. Use your necro flesh to calf. Calf yourself with your necro flesh. You just, well, it's you got just gangrene. Lie, that's why I call it the necro flesh. 
Holy oh Jesus. no, don't, don't, don't put that image in my head. So I don't, I don't ever want to think about a gangrenous penis. So Spawn learns how to pee standing up, and then he gets the final call that he's got to like beat Win because there's a hostage situation or some shit. They tell his ho- home they've kidnapped his yeah they, family. They tell the homeless kid go look for my dog. Um, so. The co- that's a subplot is the dog. dog. Uh so they go Spam. to his house. They go they go to his house and there's fake there's fake Wanda and she's uh it's like, okay, what a trick. You've tricked me. Um <laughs> Well the oh, the whole we should we should mention the whole point here I wish <laughs> this movie would be a ten out of ten. <laughs> If that line of dialogue was delivered by you, you tricked me. <laughs> just for one line, it's just me instead of Michael Jai White in the suit. I tricked you. Tricked me. You tricked me. What a trick. Um, we should we should mention. We have the technology to make this a reality. Get on it, scientists. Oh no! Drop the cath research. Get on this. <laughs> Uh, we can deal with pain when we calf for just a little bit longer. Uh, we should mention that that uh, that their the whole their goal of like this one guy is to get him to like like get him to kill uh, the one Mar- Martin Sheen. I forgot his fucking character. Right. Uh, so they Jason. Wynn. Yeah, they're trying they're trying to get Spawn to kill Jason Wind out of like revenge, so he'll turn full evil and uh, lead the armies of hell. Uh, but you know, Michael Jai White war against heaven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so he and he and Cal get swooshed through the the devil's urethra through the devil's catheter down into hell, <laughs> and they're there. And um, my Bulgia navigated so this well. Is, my Bulgia with CG. He needs hair plugs. He's balding. He has a very thin hairline. Mal Bulgia. And then the lu- the luchadori extra luch- los luchadores extraños uh, come up and they're they're raven <laughs> and he's like a- you gotta get him and they don't get him because they they're CG they can't touch him this so they just keep raven bizarre scene I thought I was taking uh I thought I was back on my nerds rope edibles and I was I was just zooted to outer space because. <laughs> This is a fever dream, my guy. We got this. They awful... cranked that siege up to eleven. They took. They somehow jumped into the future and used the Zoom artificial background as <laughs> the background of this set. Of well, hell. no, it, you know what they did? They went to the theme park. Yeah, and <laughs> went to one of those make your own music video booths that was so popular yeah. in the nineties. <laughs> And use the hell background with their actors to act out the scene. Yeah, this was this was pretty nutty what they did with the with the background. It looked it looked super corny, super low budget. But I, it was ninety seven, so this was probably high budget for them. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yes. But I mean, Army of Darkness had more convincing special effects. Yeah. This yes. was this was um, pretty rough. And then. Uh, <laughs> Michael Chai White uses the power of the Care Bear Stare to destroy the Legion's Hell and zoink himself out of there. Yeah, that was like, he was just like, he's, the devil came out of nowhere. The, this devil thing <laughs> looks like 
uh, a gremlin well, we, we on We knew cocaine. that his Care Bear stare was all powerful when he used it to remove the fucking bomb from his heart. Oh yeah, that was like oh. that was like Turkish. That was like something you see in like Turkish Superman. You know, where he just has like randomly the power over typewriters or the power to look people's bombs out of their bodies. How could we yeah. overlook that part where he just disintegrates it and it's like, haha, I have a foolproof plan, but you know, your eyes, oh, oh, okay. I have just... a foolproof plan. The only thing that you can do to stop me is stare for a long time at my back. It was the hard <laughs> stare, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot his manners. Yeah, the never hard stare. underestimate the hard stare of Spawn and Paddington Bear. Aunt Lucy taught Spawn well. <laughs> He's been visiting Peru in the home for retired Aunt bears. Aunt Lucy, the OG Spawn leader, <laughs> given that good old hard stare. That's what Paddington Bear was so afraid of. So afraid of a hard stare of green. Goo magic coming out and destroying all the little green Satan green jelly, yeah. the green marmalade of the of the uh, yeah thing. Jesus. Uh, oh yeah, there's a car chase where um <laughs> he fucking where Spawn wraps it before he taps it. It wraps <laughs> his motorcycle into a big spike thingy and oh that there were some good action he, scenes like that. That was a cool scene that the little chase scene they had right there, but. Fuck that okay. hell scene was awful. Yeah, and then they're just—they're all just sitting there, and I'm laughing at the fucking absurdity of this whole scene where Hell Spawn and and um, Cal, my guy, are sitting there next to like Terry from next door and the girl and the wife and the kid, and then homeless kid walks in with the fucking dog. Did we it's mention? Like, that, I found it. Did we mention that Terry like shacked up with uh, Al Simmons' wife? Like he, well, yeah, that was the Al, whole. Al I guess Al that was died, the whole, He like he shacked up with her and was like, "I'm, I'm your new dad. I'm your." But white dad. Cyan was his kid, and yeah. in the in the series, you kind of he's so conflicted. He's like, in he fucked comics. my wife. He cucked me, and then uh, he learns the truth that in fact uh, they were like, "I will forever love Al. He's my homie. You're just a side bitch uh, who's trying to help me through living a life without him." And he's like, "Oh, my family do love me." So sweet. Yeah, the, but the uh, in the comics and I think in the animated series too, uh, he's Al sterile. Oh yeah. Oh oof. Because he took all the fucking crazy drugs while being a super silver, yeah. like a super merc. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a literal miracle child. Um. Well, no, it wasn't his child. I, I thought it was his kid. Like she got pregnant right after he left for his last job. Maybe maybe it was in the movie, but I I could swear that the the uh, kid is Cyan is uh, Terry's kid. Okay, I mean, uh, I, I I whatever. It would have been not if I like it better. I like the idea that like I don't know, it's like it was his kid or something like that. But I guess it worked. It could work both ways. You can make it work. Whatever the case, um. Violet comes out of a fucking bookcase. He's like, oh, big hug. And then Spawn gets the 90s haircut of all time and stabs him, stabs uh, Violator through the head. And then yeah. chainsaws his head off and he's like, all right, fucking get it over with. Uh, and then deflating John, Leg- uh, deflating John Leguizamo fucking yells at 
at spawn for one more full minute, and then gets pulled off to hell by the by Satan's fucking vaudeville vaudeville cane. <laughs> like it's time to go. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and then I don't know how the movie ends. He goes up to Aspire and broods. Yeah, because he wants to be the Dark Knight. Yeah. Come the Dark Knight returns. Yeah, he's basically Batman now. Well. No. Yeah, that's about right. So the movie is a lot like the comics in all the wrong ways. <laughs> yes. Story doesn't go anywhere. It's visually impressive. Uh, the characters have no consistency in their motivations or actions. They just do stuff to look cool <laughs> or provide shock value. Yep. Um, so it's a very faithful adaptation. Uh, it's Bond is is very much a visual act. The mm. actual comics are not great. <laughs> they are very much of their time. Yeah. So I guess for a movie, it's very faithful to a fault to the comics. Uh, if you score it on how well it adapts it, it's 10 out of 10. Uh, if you score it as a watchable and coherent movie it's much less than that <laughs> it's the perfect finale for 90s winter yes yeah finale so for 90s next winter. next week we will have our year end review show awards will be uh given drinks will be had and and things will be said and uh that's usually how these things things go that's basically what a podcast is um yeah so that'll be happening next week uh join us tonight we'll be streaming our next something like it won't be like a one-off it'll be part of a a new playthrough of what is to be determined but we'll we'll start that and uh that's 8 p.m eastern most saturdays and uh, other times you can check out our twitter or Facebook to know when we're going live. All those links are available for you at SaturnStuds.com, so be sure to check out there and uh, write us five stars on your podcatcher of choice. It helps us a lot. So until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.